Welcome to the Mike Bowie Show, where we talk with people who influence people. Hi, and welcome back to the newest episode of People Who Influence People. My name is Mike Bowie. I'm your host, and I'm so glad you joined us. We uh, started a new series called Influence, or really discussing the book Influence, The Psychology of Persuasion by Bob Cialdini. And I recently gave a talk at a local chamber of commerce, um, the Cottleville Weldon Spring Chamber of Commerce in St. Charles County, Missouri. And uh, wonderful chamber, wonderful people. I serve on the board there as well, and I love this group. This is a, a, a tremendously committed chamber of commerce. Anyway, I digress. I gave a talk about influence there where I talked about the six principles of influence. And, of course, there are seven now because Bob wrote another book. And unity has been added to the, to the list. But today I'm uh, just going over the second principle of influence, which is commitment slash consistency. It's another of the cognitive shortcuts that we use when we make decisions. So commitment, consistency, it's the, the desire to be consistent with what we've said or done in the past. So once we've publicly committed to something or someone, we're, we're a whole lot more likely to go through and actually deliver on that commitment. A Chicago restaurant owner uh, had a problem with no-shows, and this is a story I pulled from the book. People who made table reservations but failed to show up or call. So he reduced the problem by first getting a small commitment from the, um, from the, um, the people who, made, who booked the reservations. So uh, he instructed his receptionist to stop saying, please call if you change your plans. And he told them to start saying, will you call us if you change your plans? And, of course, they would say yes. And the no-show rate dropped from 30% to 10% immediately. And why? It's because of this principle. They, they desire to be consistent with what they said. So they would call if they had to cancel. Now, of course, he maybe he had, I don't know in this research, if he had 20% cancellations where they called but if you have a no-show rate that's dropped, your business improves. Um, it's interesting to talk about ways that we use commitment and consistency. For instance, how many of you listening ever wanted to lose weight, but you never told anybody? Because if you told somebody, guess what? You have to come through with it, right? And I've done that. I've had the desire to lose weight where... You know, man, i got to lose 10 or 15 or whatever pounds, and I've lost as much as 30 pounds in the past. And that's a lot for a small 5'7 guy like me. But when you make that public announcement, especially on social media, when you make that commitment, man, you got to come through with it or you're going to lose face. So we fail, to, we fail to make that public declaration, and now we know why. It's because we are so much more likely to be consistent and committed to something we've, that we've declared. Um, running a marathon. Have you ever publicly said, I'm training for the 5K or the 10K or the marathon or the Ironman? And then, you know, you realize that you, your friends know. So if you don't do it, you're going to get in some trouble. Uh, you, you might have a goal, but you, maybe you don't tell anyone because you just don't want to come through with it. Uh, if you tell, you got to do it. So setting those, those goals, a great way to hold yourself accountable is, of course, uh, 
to make an announcement. Tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your wife, tell your, your employees, your boss, and so on. But, you know, commitment and consistency can lead to foolish decisions, too. Uh, there was one study noted in the book where people were asked to put this huge, I mean, ugly, big, wooden, drive carefully sign in the yard. And, and nobody really agreed. Like, very few. Like, who would agree to put this big, ugly, wooden sign in your yard, drive carefully? We all want people to drive carefully, but very few agreed. But they found that if people agreed to put a small, like a three-inch size, drive carefully sticker in their home window, that's the compliance, the commitment. Two weeks later, they come back, Four times as many people put the ugly, big wooden sign in their yard because they've already made a, a declaration that I, de- I care about safe driving in my neighborhood. They've agreed to the sticker. So that commitment, we desire to be consistent with our, declara- our declared commitments. So even so far as to put a big sign in their yard. So agreeing with that small request in the beginning made them feel an obligation to agree to that much larger, crazy request a couple weeks later. Um, There are other things that, well, I would just tell you, dive into the commitment consistency principle. It has to do with marriages and relationships. You know, so many people, um, I'm going to go with this a different way than I think some people might. I think um, one way that a lot of hosts might say commitment when it comes to marriage Meaning that like people would stay in marriages because just because you made the commitment. I'm gonna flip it on its lid because I like to do that and I like to break stuff. So <laughs> I'm gonna say it like this: when you're in a committed relationship and you're having those hard times, maybe you're not. You know, I've been with my wife 23 years. And it's the greatest thing in the world. But everybody knows that being married is hard sometimes, and we're not happy with each other. But it is that commitment that brings us through sometimes when we're unhappy or when we have challenges. That commitment will get us through the hard times, and praise God that it does, because that commitment is the glue. You know, I declared to you that forever and ever and ever I am yours and you are mine. And we're going to get through this, and we're going to do the thing. So I'm, you know, we made the commitment. She made the commitment. And we want to be consistent. So one of the things I want to tell you, so from, from an influence perspective, getting someone to give you that initial small commitment is paramount. But what about when you don't want to be influenced by that commitment? How do you get out of that cycle that psychological cognitive shortcut and 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 not be you know not be caught in its trap in its grasp because we all do it well how do you get out of it well it's it's really i found this out on a i found this on a website called socialengineer.org it's social-engineer.org and it talks about the commitment and consistency principle and it introduced a, a concept to me that I never heard of. It's called zero-based thinking. Many of you might know this. But zero-based thinking, you just ask yourself, knowing what I know now, would I do this? Would I get into this again? So 
from a, a you know you're you're getting ready to make the commitment to put the big sign in the yard. Like, hold on, stop, back up. Had I never put that sticker in my window, would I would I put this sign in my yard? Knowing what I know now, would I make the decision to make this step or to buy this thing or to commit to this, to buy this timeshare, whatever it is? There are ways to do that. But anyway, I'm going to wrap this up. I can't wait to get to the further principles of influence. Um, Next up, uh, let me see what's next on my list. Looks like after commitment and consistency, we're going to talk about social proof. So, guys, thank you for your time. God bless. And I'll talk to you very soon. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you liked the show. And if you did, please hit the like button and share it with your friends. 